Yes, Deep Purple Pod, thank you so much. You brought up Pace Ashton Lord, one of my favourite bands, and their Malice in Wonderland album, one of my favourite albums of all time. I remember seeing them, I think I mentioned this before, as a B-movie to something. When I was a kid, you know, when this album came out. And the B-movie was a documentary of them recording, and it must have been after Malice in Wonderland, because there was a live version of Steamroller Blues, and that's not on Malice in Wonderland, is it? So, that's an extra, which can be found sometimes in um, in re-releases of the Malice in Wonderland album, but I remember reviewing the Malice in Wonderland album with these extras for a magazine I write for a few years ago and being just so excited that there was there were some in inverted commas new Pace Aston Lord tracks some of them were unfinished there were a few that I've not got here it seems I thought I had a few that were more that were mere scraps but anyway it shows the way the band were going and I think the way the band were going was in a more fusion, was in a jazzier, was in a funkier direction. And I have to say, I love it. Moonburn, I'll go through all the tracks. Moonburn is a lazy, jazzy, poppy one. It's got a laid back fusion feel to it with clarinet, clavinet, not clarinet, clavinet. Clavinet is a real feature of these extra tracks. That's why one of the tracks is called Nasty Clavinet. More of that in a minute. So you've got horn stabs, the clavinet there, the guitar solo from Bernie is Marsden, that would be. It's gentle. The, the horns become jazz fusion. There are female backing vocalists just coming in and out. It is great. Let me get to Nasty Clavinet, which has got the beat, a jazzy guitar, the clavinet and the guitar answering each other, a big guitar solo, which just goes wherever it wants to go. It flows beautifully. A cool sax solo, no clavinet solo, not a massive one or anything. And although the clavinet's there, to call it nasty clavinet seems like a working title to me. Now, we've also got a bluesy ballad with a mournful sax, black and white, which is not so successful to me, and steamroller blues, which wouldn't be what I'd really love because it is slow blues again, but it's got those sassy horns in it with a guitar and an organ solo and that that sort of recaptures my attention here. Got the Ballad of Mr. Giver, which is on the live album as well. And that is, is led by the clavinet, huge horn swell, that Tony Ashton narrative that he does. You know, oh, I was walking down the street and it, just great. Can you believe it? Yeah, you know, that's on the original album. And he does that, that narration here, I love it. There's also, a trombone solo. Yeah, there's a tromboner in this. Just great. And um, I love that sound. The fruity, parpy sound. If parpy is a word, which I believe it is now, I love that. Love it so much. But you've also got um, dance coming. 70s. Now, quite, there's, there's a couple of tracks here. Untitled 2. Sounds like a working title, doesn't it? And dance coming, which has that sort of Simple 70s cop show soul funk. You know that kind of, um, we're taking you down the street. It's inter incidental music, it's not the theme tune, but we're taking you down the street. They're kind of Lalo Schifrin stuff, but 
with mid to late 70s funk, real funk in it. So Untitled 2 is tight to get loose. It's got those cop music horns on it. The guitar is given loads of time to do exactly what it wants to do. And that US cop feel is all over it. Dance coming, the beginning, has that feeling too. It's got a kind of, a, you know, it's got that kind of feeling where, when you've got a sort of, maybe an informant, more comedy character, you know, from the streets is introduced. You know, you, you, you see him coming from a long time ago. I mean, I mean, a long time away, you know, Huggy Bear type of character. So you see him coming down the street and this is, so there's a bit of comedy in it and a bit of likability in it, but then suddenly it all breaks down to a tea dance with, with Tony Ashton doing his ladies and gentlemen, brill creamed hair slicked back and large microphone stuff, restrained horns, and then it kicks back into that funky strut. Yeah, there's only one thing to do at a time like this, strut. Yeah, it's great this. It's, it's wonderful to revisit these tracks, which never made it onto an official album, that made it onto, some of them made it onto a live album. But um, it just shows you where Pace Ashton Lord were going. And it was even more funky. Now, I would love that, along with, you know, Play Me Out, when you just play me out, and all of that. I would have loved more of this. I would have loved more fusion. I would have loved a second album. Sadly, it was not to be. Maybe it's nostalgia, but even coming at it now, I can see what great, propulsive, strong funk it was. When you've got players like this, they can turn their hand to anything. And I like it when they get funky. Ta-ta.